0: You're listening to Robert Wright's Non-Zero Podcast. Hi, Bob here. I just wanted to say that although we normally tape the show on Fridays this week, we taped on Thursday evening. And as a result, our discussion of the Twitter files does not include the Barry Weiss installment, which dropped about the time we pressed the uh, record button. We'll cover that next week. I think this week's discussion is uh, worthwhile in its own right, personally. And as long as I have your attention, if you like the non-zero podcast, I encourage you to rate and review; as it makes a difference. If you don't like the podcast, never mind. Um, also, if you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button; that also makes a difference. Uh, okay, enough promotional announcements, and on with the show. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Bob. You're holding up a picture of, I can't see the head, so it's hard. It's somebody with arms and wearing a tie. It's still somebody I don't recognize. Who is that, Mickey? Also, Bob? why are you dressed all in black? But one thing at a time, I guess. Oh, John Stennis, the Southern Senator? Right. And why is Senator Stennis famous? Probably has to do with, I don't know, segregation or something. It prob- you're probably right. But the second
1: thing he's famous for is during Watergate, there were these incriminating tapes that Nixon had to deal with, and his solution was he gave them, to, he had Stennis read them uh, to see if there was anything incriminating because he knew tennis Stennis was too old and senile to actually catch anything. Uh-huh. And this was widely
0: derided. Uh, Twitter's, and have, they, have they asked you to read the Twitter uh, documents? Has Elon no, asked you, they, called you in? Inspired no, by the Stennis pres- president? They, they did
1: one better, which is called the equivalent of Richard Nixon in Watergate to read the files, they had one of the guilty parties. They're the, uh, one of their lawyers, James Baker, who was deeply enmeshed in all these FBI conspiracies. And you know, he may have been sincere and well-meaning, but that that they were like get Trump consp- uh projects to link him up with Russia. And he actually vetted the material that went to Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss to see if there were any. Any if there was any wrongdoing in Twitter, so this is like asking Nixon to vet the Watergate tapes. It's uh everybody was saying, well, it's a nothing burger. There's not much to it. There's not as much as expected. You know, uh, they're gonna they're gonna gonna kill the Wikipedia entry for it. That's because Baker vetted it. Of course, it's a nothing burger. He wants it so to be a nothing burger. So you admit that so far it's a nothing burger. It's not a nothing burger. It's a something burger, but it's not. It's you know it it shows that it, well, it, there, was, get... <laughs> there was some internal dissent, people saying saying, you know this really we really can't pass this off as hack materials. what's going on uh but you notice it was supplemented by actual interviews that Taibbi did with people that so it's That's... they supplemented the actual record from the emails, and, and I think they supplemented it because the emails weren't as damning as the reality was. Wait. What?
0: What? Uh, what? What was? But Tybee
1: the, what? made He Tybee made phone calls. He didn't just read emails. He actually oh, so what? What calls. are
0: his disclosures beyond the the nothing slash something burger, in the Twitter files themselves?
1: Well, he 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 just reports a summary. He says, you know, the Twitter people were were worried. They thought it was that the the justifications didn't match, which they didn't. You know, they didn't match the uh uh the the case. Uh, And they had no grounds for for censoring it, but that nobody nobody had the balls to stop it and
0: that it was all done by. Well, I mean, they did stop it within 48 hours and and there was still like two and a half weeks left in the campaign. So, you know, I mean, in fact, I hadn't realized that I, I, you know, I had always thought that Twitter went too far. But now I realize they didn't they didn't go as far as I thought they'd gone. They were part well, they went
1: far they went so far as to block uh Trump's press secretary from linking to it, which was unbelievable. well, they blocked uh,
0: everyone from linking to
1: it for forty eight hours well, I think I think they 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 took special measures with her. I think they froze her account or something oh, okay uh, but um they uh no, as you know in the ma- in the mass ecosystem, you know, Twitter is only part of it, although you know, when you block something right at the beginning, that kills it more than if you blocked it for two days after you let it get some traction.
0: Oh, there, there are some uh, people so, arguing that the Streisand effect generated by the Twitter blockage. Right. Right.
1: But they were part of this carapace, which the story was shut down by basically all media, except the, the New York Post. I don't know. Did Fox even carry it? I guess they must have. But
0: well, the Wall uh, Street Journal did a piece. I mean, I think, honestly. No, no. Yeah. They did they, they did, did but the piece pissed on it well they, whatever they, i'm just saying they covered it no coveted. but the,
1: the theory is the theory there is that the the new york post story killed a big journal piece that they were planning it actually hurt trump because the journal would have carried more weight and later later a few weeks later a few you know i think after the election they came up with a much more thorough piece that had the uh uh the uh 10% for the big guy quoted And then an interview with Bobulinski uh, that was really right. damning It was too late then. The Wall Street
0: Journal piece?
1: Yeah, there were two Wall Street Journal pieces, I think. There was an early piece that reflected a command decision by Murdoch. We're not going to give this thing air. And they clamped down on it and said, we haven't found any wrongdoing. Go away. And then they came up with a second piece a month later that said, well, now we've interviewed Mr.
0: Bobolinsky, and it looks like Biden was on the take. You mean that was after the election? Pretty sure, yeah. Well, what I remember is one before the election that wasn't... I, I thought it was reasonably responsible. I mean, they were what, what it said was basically there's no smoking gun here, which I think is still the case. I mean, we've had this argument. We don't I, need to go back. There were suggestive things that you would want to follow up, but there was no like smoking gun. This is corruption. I think, this is illegal. I
1: think the 10% for the big guy is a smoking gun.
0: Well, I mean, that, it, well we've had this argument, but that deal never went down a and uh and b, we don't know if the big guy, assuming it was Biden, even knew about that email suggesting that, and so, you know, it never materialized I, and and I, I don't know we, look, I that. don't care about I don't care about look,
1: it that much, even if it's true, okay? yeah i ca- I care about it. This is a media story, and the press conspiring to censor people when it shouldn't censor them whether well, it was two days or two weeks, they shouldn't do it. It reflects a mindset that the media was. 100% for Trump and was doing anything, 100% against Trump and was doing anything, including violating tenets of free speech, not the First Amendment, but free speech, uh, to get there. And that that tells us a lot about the media bias and what conservatives are up against.
0: Um, I mean, first of all, in case there's anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, it's this <laughs> question of how Twitter, you know, Matt Tybee, uh, who was, I guess, uh, anointed by Elon Musk is one of two journalists who are, uh, who he wants to um, do publicity, uh, well, do publicity for him on this. I don't want to be too too uncharitable in the way I characterize the roles, but uh, on on on, dis- on disclosing what exactly what happened he was, he was doing the,
1: he was doing the investigating. He wasn't doing publicity.
0: Okay, but the weird thing is, I mean, I you know I, I actually have respect for tybee I've, I've 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 always agreed with his basic critique of the media uh, but i will say it's it's very odd for him to say you know there are some conditions elon imposed that i agreed to i can't tell you about them now is he i, I think he's going to tell us about them or something
1: i i don't know that 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 was weird too that's, but the, extremely basic thing is they, weird. that's
0: the basic extremely thing that's weird that's extremely
1: weird they got flummoxed by Baker. I mean, they they were handed an envelope apparently by a lawyer from. Okay, us but wait, this is before the, the Baker
0: it. thing. I'm. T- can we address okay. the issue I'm raising? This is before okay. the they knew okay. about, that uh, Baker was involved in this. I'm. I mean, here here are my issues with the way Tybee is is handling this. Um, and again, I, I I've always thought highly of him. In fact, you've been more critical of him in the past. But now that he's on yeah. Team E-line, you're on Team Tybee of his kind of style of newsletter. I think you have maybe. In the oh, I think he goes the,
1: on and on and on.
0: Yeah. But uh, the the other thing is he has a a little bit of a hyperbolic style that can possibly be justified by the fact that he's kind of the heir. When he was at Rolling Stone, he was kind of Hunter Thompson's heir in a certain sense, right? Right. It was a different kind of hyperbole. But the way it shows up here is like his third tweet in this uh, tweet thread is the Twitter files tells an incredible story from inside one of the world's largest and most influential social media platforms. It was a Frankensteinian tale of a human-built mechanism thrown <laughs> out of the control of its designer. Well, you didn't deliver on that in this first thread, okay? Maybe you will, but I would calibrate my billing a little more carefully, just as a you know, a little piece of advice okay, about He, it. Over-built, I,
1: he, oh, he over-built. overbuilt it in the in the first three tweets.
0: Okay, Fair he enough. did that. He that's um, not a very
1: vicious critique.
0: I, I think I'm not. I'm not trying to be vicious. I'm saying these okay. are my three critiques. Okay. There's. There's the weird fact that it's like, well, Elon imposed some conditions on me. Now, I'm guessing they're pretty innocent. Like Elon said, you got to break the story on Twitter, can't be on your sub stack. But if it's that, why not just tell us? You know, whatever it is, why not just tell us? Was one of the conditions that you can't talk about the conditions? What? What? What's going on here? I mean, this is really weird. And it's probably going to turn out to be nothing if we ever find out what it was. But it's weird. It be, it'll why be worse. Would he, why it'll would it be worse if he
1: never? It'd be worse if he, there were the conditions and he never even said there were conditions.
0: Yeah, but it wouldn't be nearly as good as saying to Elon, Elon, look, I'm going to have to tell people there were conditions and that's going to do so much damage to my credibility. You should just let me tell them what the conditions are. I I just, I will, I can't wait to find out what's behind this. The third complaint I have is that he says, and and by the way, I, I like Elon seems to have failed to actually read the thread. You You saw the part where Elon says, the problem here is the government was applying the pressure to Twitter. Well, no, Biden hadn't been elected president, Elon. And in and, and in fact, well, no, but the, the, the argument is that
1: the FBI and the deep state applied the pressure. Well,
0: give it well, they haven't shown that. They haven't I know. shown
1: that. That's why the, that's why that's why they, they didn't deliver on the Frankensteinian giant. OK, Well, well Elon was that, saying
0: they had shown the that when, the, when, they, when they hadn't okay, shown so it. Okay, so what? But then he
1: corrected it. it. He's he's Mickey. This is the Stars, they're just like us. He reads it. He fucks up. He corrects it. That's very human. Of yeah, him. but this
0: isn't just another like little little issue of my Substack. This guy bought Twitter, saying, "I am the person who can turn this into a free speech platform," and he's not doing any fucking homework here. You know, he doesn't have any idea he has what other things to doing.
1: What? I, I I I that that seems completely trivial. He he he. Are you he, kidding? He, he changed his mind. He, 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 you know, everybody jumped on it for it, and he, and he, he, issued another tweet saying, you know, it's it's much worse if it's the government. Uh, no,
0: it's, no, no, you no, know, not just much worse. It's a violation of the First Amendment. This is important, Mickey. That was what he was saying.
1: I'm not sure it's a it, violation. I'm not sure it's a violation of I'm the First sure a, Amendment. I'm not sure it's a violation of the First Amendment. It satisfies the state action requirement of the First Amendment, but if, if, if the classic example is. Uh, uh new york times versus uh the the ellsberg the El- El- the Ed, no not that Sullivan the ellsberg Pentagon papers case okay uh the New York Times wants to publish these these documents from the Pentagon that were uh i don't know if they were leaked they were they were fr- they were taken by Daniel Ellsberg i guess they were leaked uh and uh and they wanted to publish to the government the government says no, we don't want you to publish okay if Uh, if Twitter, if the New York times had said yes, the way Twitter did, okay, we won't publish. Uh, that's not a violation of the first amendment. They've, they've, they've willingly accepted it. And poor Ellsberg, who's the real victim here gets screwed. The first amendment doesn't save him. Okay. He's he's the author who's been suppressed. The first amendment doesn't save him. So if the FBI had gone to Twitter and Twitter did just what they did, it would not be a violation of. The first
0: Elon event. should hire you as well as Matt Tidby. But what he said was that what makes this a free speech issue, clearly in the constitutional sense, is that it was the government. That's what he thought. In terms of, we he hasn't even shown government influence. No, it's I, a free
1: speech issue, even if it's not the government. Free speech doesn't have to be the government. No, I'm if saying you have a, if you have a private monopoly that censors speech, that's a free speech issue. That's
0: well, that's right. your view. You can make. You should. I, I keep telling you, you should write the op ed about how Twitter. Is tantamount no, to the government. No, it's semantically it's a free purpose.
1: speech issue. Free speech is not the First Amendment. Anyway, Mickey, the First Elon Amendment values Reed, applied in a larger scale.
0: Look, Elon should have said all the things you're saying, but the reason he didn't say them is because he doesn't know them. He thought he was making a critical distinction between government suppression of speech and something else, and he was oh, wrong because the, maybe he so knew far, he was. Maybe he, he was a of, government role. Maybe he
1: was thinking of the FBI getting involved and. Not He wasn't thinking of the FBI getting involved enough to know that he should have fired Baker day one.
0: I, I'm just saying. Uh, he's,
1: he's, he's not completely on top of things. I agree with that.
0: This is just on like. On the other hand,
1: he's, he's more on top of things than Jack was, the previous owner, because Jack apparently had nothing to do with his most important decision they'd made all year.
0: Well, you know I and wasn't a back of in Jack.
1: And, then, then he comes back in and says, oh, this was the wrong decision. Let's reverse it. You know,
0: uh, look, I've been critical of Jack. But but the third thing about Tybee is he says, uh, you know, look, the truth is. So he shows us this uh, this like screenshot of an of an email in which in which somebody at Twitter says to somebody else, Twitter, these these links just came in from the Biden campaign. And somebody says, okay, I've dealt with these. The the three links. And by the way, you know what the three links were to they were to dick pics. Right. They were things that clearly violated Twitter's. Uh, right, rules. Okay, I agree. So, that's so one, one so of the re- I, that's one of the
1: reasons the re- the release was a disappointment. It did not show them the the the, the detail, the granular detail. Did not involve squelching the right. the
0: big story. It involved okay, but, squelching the little dick pic egg. But I have another complaint, which is that Tybee said, and by the way, they also honor honored Trump campaign requests like this. He says that great. He says it, but because. He doesn't provide a comparable screenshot where they've got oh he, this from the Trump campaign and somebody saying okay I'm on it. That then Team Blue doesn't have this big meme they can send around on Twitter for propaganda purposes. Team Red does. Okay, that's so and sad.
1: That's that's so. Look, obsessive. Mickey. He because, probably didn't have the pick of the Trump.
0: Takedown. Mickey. The point is this whole thing is being orchestrated and run by the guy who owns Twitter and says he's going to turn it into this wonderful town square. OK, he needs to be held to that standard. Again, if you're commissioner of the NFL, you shouldn't be loading the dice in the favor of one team. And that's the job he signed up for. He told us he was going to do a great job and clean it up. And he he doesn't he doesn't even have the attention span to 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 figure out what's in this goddamn thread that he's so proud of. Well, he did he didn't review the documents
1: himself he farmed it out to, to taibi and barry Weiss. yeah but he
0: could have read the thread i'm not saying he should have gone through the dog he could have read the thread that he was talking about
1: oh there's 39 tweets in the thread he's got a rocket to put but he's on the a moon. busy
0: man so uh, the,
1: yeah. so i i, I don't it, this seems like you know if you're playing baseball this would be a single it's not a big critique of musk he's basically moving in the right direction his big fuck up was not firing Baker when he showed up. He let he let Richard Nixon stay on the payroll and review the tapes. It's insane. He finally, when he learned well, about it, he fired. I mean, him, but,
0: he didn't he didn't know. He but didn't there, really. there actually
1: is a there is a tweet exchange with uh, the controversial Mike Cernovich, where Cernovich talks about Baker and and Musk tweets sounds bad. Okay, so this is like a month earlier, maybe even before he bent it. He he had been told about Baker. He probably forgot it.
0: He's a busy man. Look, and maybe now that Baker's gone, they'll go back and find stuff. And look, Ty- well, Tybee's unless, Tybee's unless around. Baker
1: unless Baker deleted them with bleach bits so that they can never be found again.
0: He probably they would be able to figure that out because he's probably not think. technically sophisticated. You would um, think the uh, he worked
1: for the FBI.
0: Well, as I said, People he's I'm probably smart. not technically sophisticated. The uh, so there's round two coming. It was supposed to come right away, and maybe it'll have more. Maybe it'll have more. I'm just saying. So far, I don't think they're handling this well. I don't well, think the, Tybee is handling the, the it as problem, well as he could. He's, he, he's the problem is they now have to go back to to to, uh,
1: to uh, installment number one and see what they left out of installment number one. And the uh, the the larger point is. This is revealing because it shows the the completely thoroughgoing uh, pro-democratic uh, bias of Twitter. And and the big impact it had was not in squelching the Hunter Biden laptop story, which might have affected the election with a close election. Probably not. There were reasons to be suspicious of it at the time. The big reason not to be suspicious of it was that Biden did not deny that it was Hunter's laptop that was the big mm-hmm. the big glaring green light but uh it's the general bias on Twitter if he is suppressing conservatives in general 24 hours a day 365 days a year you know a million conservatives get squelched and a million liberals get boosted do you if have evidence? Happening. Do you have evidence? No, about? but if that's happening, that's the big story that they should they, they're driving. Oh, yeah, in.
0: and and if, okay. and if Jack Dorsey was running a child porn ring, that's a big story. But why don't we wait until we see some evidence? Well, we're waiting for the evidence. We're waiting for. Installment yeah, I know. Too. I just don't understand why you're acting as if we have. Yeah, that would be big. That would be. Big. I
1: don't. A, I don't act as if. Th- I don't act as if this is. This I mean, is a huge smoking the, gun. The, I said. I acted as if Baker had fucked it up. That was that was my opening spiel.
0: The 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 sense that I get is, I mean, from what I've seen, first of all, uh, you know, they did, you know, for, for those 48 hours when they were scrambling. And I understand the initial panic, right? Because remember, with Hillary, this shit hit, you know, DNC hack, Comey letter hits late, all, of, you know, and, and so on. I understand they're thinking, like, what do we do? This could alter the election. They spent 48 hours doing it. They Our guy ha- might lose. They actually, well, yeah, that was what I'm sure some of them were feeling. They were overwhelmingly Democratic. No doubt about that. I'm just saying it wasn't, even if they hadn't had that sensibility, that that leaning, it wouldn't have been a crazy reaction. They had this kind of plausible reason that because uh, to suppress it in the sense that they did have a rule about hacked materials, and it was a reasonable surmise even if you believe the emails, I were think it cooed, was a recently
1: produced rule about hack materials, but maybe I'm wrong.
0: No, it was already there. It was you can I, tell it was definitely the, already research. there, but
1: had it in there for two months or two years. The FBI had been meeting with them, saying, "You know, there are going to be a lot of hack leaks, maybe some involving Hunter
0: Biden." Well, anyway, you they know, had so. that rationale on the books. That's what they resorted to. Uh, it it kind of made sense at the time, and in, in fact, I, even even if you you uh, think bought the laptop version of the story as opposed to the hacked version. It's kind of stolen information, so so I see. No, I see it's all not that stolen
1: information. It was rightful, in the rightful possession of the of the uh, the computer shop owner. Yeah, I don't know what the law is on I mean, that, but the uh, the the. So anyway, guys, and it was up. and and I should say it had been in the possession of the FBI for a year, so the FBI knew that it was legit, and yet their agents still went and warned about uh, a coming Hunter Biden hit. They didn't say it would be a laptop, but they they actually yeah, well, you know they. A, they they that's said the, there's going to be a coming Hunter Biden hit, and they, obviously the Hunter Biden hit that happened they knew was
0: bogus. That's a scandal about that, the FBI. Yeah, that's not a scandal about Twitter. Well, Muscalata exposed scandals about the FBI, too. Sure. I'm just talking about Twitter right now. And, and that was his claim, is that I'm going to blow this fucking place wide open. And he hasn't done it yet, and he may. The night is, yeah. I will say the bigger scandal so far, from what I've seen about what Twitter really did, is the fact that the New York Times never even wrote about it. Because, you know, if they had done it, it, you know, I don't think they did. Right. Did they write a single piece? Did the Washington had, Post write a they single piece? a couple
1: piece? Of paragraphs in a piece about something else.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, that's not enough. It was a, they, it was a legit they, story. Yeah. And, I, I, and I would say in defense of us, we, if you recall, in our podcast, before everyone was acknowledging the emails were real, we were agreeing, you and I were agreeing, these look like they're really emails. I'm not sure whether the laptop story or it's a hack or what, but it doesn't look like Russian disinformation. Yeah. The, huh, did we say that yes good we for did. us
1: the uh uh the you know i had the same misgivings he has rudy Giuliani he won't reveal you know he, he won't reveal it to everybody he only shows it to a few people uh it it uh you know it, it it's, it's a crazy story about this blind computer repairman and could hunter biden really be that crazy to leave his laptop and not pick it up uh it, it was all wacky but the key the, the two key points are first uh, in, in trying to figure out if it's real or not, Biden did not deny it was Hunter's laptop, okay? That's why they right. had to go to the hacked materials thing. They couldn't go to the made-up materials thing. The second thing is, uh, it's Twitter. Is your idea of Twitter that, oh my God, if something is bad, we have to squelch it? Or is the idea Twitter is two billion people, they can figure it out amongst themselves and they can assess it themselves. And obviously their attitude is, we have to squelch it. Oh my God, it might affect the election,
0: mm-hmm. which...
1: I don't think was the right attitude,
0: so what else happened? We've uh, actually spent a shocking amount of time on this. um the and our timing, as usual, is bad. These things hit like as we were taping last week. Uh,
1: and but so the, the baker thing happened a few days later, yeah, the Baker thing., uh, so
0: we await the next installment, and they may blow the place apart. It could happen
1: i i, I think I think it's going to take a while because they're gonna have to go. And try to reconstruct all the files that Baker deleted.
0: But it sounded like Tybee had a second batch anyway. Go ahead and give us, he he thinks he has some news waiting for us. So give us that and then maybe supplement.
1: Is that what I would do? I don't know what I would do if I were him. I would be so pissed off that I would do the, try to track down all the, what Baker did first.
0: Well, I would try to find the Frankenstein tale of a human built mechanism growing out of the control of its designer. I would try to, uh, I would try to document that
1: that was a Hunter Thompson lead,
0: well, but the thing is, it hey. wasn't. It wasn't. Hunter Thompson. it was always clear that the hyperbole was a joke. Like when he said i I was on deadline, I locked myself up with 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 a bottle of with a case of wild turkey and enough speed to alter the outcome of six Super Bowls. That was a joke. It was only one Super Bowl I, I guess that's um.
1: I guess that you're right. They even the vampires sucking the vampire squids sucking the something that was sort of Hunter Thompson as hyperbole. It was slightly making fun of itself. Yeah. And this 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 did not come across as making fun of itself mm. at all. Um,
0: good point. Uh, so quick Ukraine update. Sure. Uh, and I, I had a I had a point I wanted to make
1: a about minor this? point, an obvious point. No, about Ukraine. But go ahead.
0: Well go ahead. Do you have an obvious point. We can No, that's... you do
1: the update and then we'll get to my point. My point's not that good. Uh
0: first of all, you know, that Russia is building so many defensive lines along the battle line or slightly before it uh that it's acquired a name. It's called the Serovakan line. That's what the Russians are calling it. He's the new guy heading up who's been heading up the command He was appointed right before they started doing the infrastructure strikes. His nickname ominously has long been General Armageddon. Um, So I don't know. I mean, if I were Russians, I'd be haunted by the 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 resonance uh, with you know Maginot line. (laughs) But uh, anyway, so and you know the Russian on Russian Twitter, there's a lot of pessimism. Like you know, uh, I I mean, there is an expectation that they will try to venture beyond the Serovican line in places and take. At, you know, more of the donbass and so on. but i'm I'm sensing a lot of pessimism i'm'm I'm co- I'm
1: colored by an article I read in Foreign affairs, which you may have read too, about how all the Miller bloggers and a bunch of I think Russian journalists who were embedded with the troops were all pissing on Putin and the strategy and how awful it is. And somehow he's bought them all off. He's hmm. stopped doing that. and uh, uh, he's bought them all off mainly by by appointing this General, General Armageddon you talk about. Yeah. Uh, and, they, and they sort of like him. And they, so that he has a new lease on life. And he's also bought them off by letting the military take over a larger chunk of the economy. Hmm. Uh, hmm. So the, I'm surprised that you say the Mila bloggers are pessimistic because according to this foreign affairs thing, they're not, they were
0: furious before and they're not furious anymore. I'm not talking about Dim so much as kind of a couple of Russia, uh, Russian Twitter people and only a couple, uh, the, uh, and one of them just seems congenitally pe- pessimistic. He, he just, uh, he just took a deep, dark turn. He's this guy, uh, uh, what is it? Carlin Carlin, um, the, uh, so th- meanwhile, Ukraine, uh, sent these drones Deep into Russia, a couple of them attacked airfields 300 miles into Russia. One airfield, 100 miles from Moscow. Uh, Biden administration hastened to distance themselves from it. They basically said we didn't have anything to do with this. A and then B. They immediately leaked this story to the Wall Street Journal about how they had actually uh, altered these HIMARS launchers they sent to make sure that even if Ukraine got a hold of the longer range missiles, they wouldn't be able to launch them from the launchers. So I guess they're worried about this leading to escalation, and of course, Ukraine. If you define escalation as NATO getting into it, Ukraine welcomes that, as uh, Zelensky has made clear. We don't welcome it. So there's a difference of opinion on that. Blinken's statement was somewhat lawyerly. Did he
1: did he say that we had no knowledge of it? Uh, I can I can find it in a second I, if you I, want to get back. You no, know, it. it just it, it didn't strike me as. Oh, my God, we were shocked and we hated this attack.
0: Well, no, you don't say that. But but if you come out and say anything that distances you at all in a situation like this from an ally, uh, that's notable. I can find it in, uh, in just okay. a second. You know, not worth it. It's not worth it. The uh, so anyway, you know, I think the big question is, which way does the psychological effect go? You can imagine, uh, I guess, what Ukraine wants is for. Oh. Blinken said, "We have quote neither encouraged nor enabled unquote the attacks." I mean, you know, that's noteworthy. Uh, so he could have known they were going on and did nothing to stop them. I doubt he could have, could have, could have. But I, I, I think we certainly weren't enthusiastic about. Him. I mean, I think the big question is the psychological effect. I guess Ukraine is hoping that Russians will turn on Putin and say, "You got us into this fucking war. Now you can't even protect us from the blowback." But you know, it could work the other way where where you know, Putin uh, you know, makes the Russians feel like you're really we're our homeland is threatened by this war, and there's a rally well, around
1: the flag effect. I think that's that's his whole pitch now is we're yeah, we're in a long-term struggle for our survival against the people who hate us. it's it's not it's not so much as it's going to be a quick operation, a special operation no. uh, that's uh, that's going to be over soon, and you won't even feel a thing. Yeah, uh, they're, they're setting
0: a... up territorial defense units in a couple of Russian uh, oblasts as if. There's the actual threat of a land invasion. I, it's hard to believe Putin actually thinks there is one, but he may, in any event, he may think it's useful for, uh, to have people think that. And there, there, in one of
1: these terrible, uh, terrible uh, NPR shows, they had an interview with Khrushchev's daughter who was in Moscow and actually was, is a fairly sensible, smart person from what I could hear. And she said, look, um, Putin actually is desperate to end the war. He wants to end the war. He's looking for a way out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A bit. He will not do it unless he can claim victory. Uh, right. And uh, she said Biden's, she also said that Biden's early rhetoric about, you know, we're going to take Putin out uh, was counterproductive yep. to this negotiation. And it, it made me think of the Chris Hayes point, which is if you. Are really exercised by the Russian war crimes and think they've been the war crimes have been lopsidedly Russian, which I assume they have been. Well, you need humiliation. You uh, anything that lets Putin uh, claim any kind of victory is not enough of a a defeat to discourage war crimes in the future. Uh, So that's where the dividing line is between the two sorts of negotiations. Uh, If you want a negotiation peace, you have to give up on the humiliation and give putin some fig leaf and i guess that is the debate
0: between you and the hazes of the world am i wrong oh i don't know i don't know There's a big debate between me and the hazes of the world i mean that oh, was that, you're referring to a tweet of his that was just a reply to somebody who tweeted about my washington post op-ed piece so it was his comment on my op-ed piece uh but uh and i dm'd with him a little about it and uh i'm not sure how big a, a divergence there is there but the uh um, I mean, you, you're, you're right. The problem is both sides, as usual, for political reasons, really, really, really want not to admit defeat. And that's why, as I said last week, if there's a near term end into the war, uh, it's weirdly I can kind of imagine uh, Ukraine becoming part of NATO because it, it, it's a way for Putin to hang on to the land or, uh, you know, most of this land and say, see, I brought these Russian speaking parts of Ukraine under our umbrella. Most of them, many of them. Uh, These were the people who were being, uh, you know, discriminated against and even killed before I did this. And uh, and and Ukraine, But Ukraine, meanwhile, can say, you know, hey, we're in NATO now. This is exactly what you didn't want. I don't. I don't. It's the only way for them. The other thing is, it's hard to imagine an arrangement that makes them feel secure short of that. You've gone
1: over to the other
0: side. I don't uh, I'm not not, uh, the the whole point of
1: the war was 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 NATO and Putin was terrified of NATO. How is he suddenly going to accept NATO on his doorstep? I don't think he is. I think that's more than Putin can swallow. There's no way for him to claim victory if that
0: happens. Well, what's he going to do, first of all? I mean, he's doing the best he can at fighting right now, and he doesn't seem to be able to advance the line. I mean, um, the worrisome thing about this, well he may be in a pickle, one worrisome thing about them doing this is it would raise the issue of Georgia, and Georgia uh might start feeling its oats now, Georgia's not nearly as sensitive as the Ukraine issue is for Putin, but it would it would be another it would become another incendiary thing um I mean but i I guess if he's desperate to end and
1: he'll settle for a fig leaf uh. That will work if he actually looks at the if you actually look at the situation before the war and after the war. Do you think he happily trade a bit of territory for uh, for NATO? I don't think so.
0: Depends on how desperate he is to end it. I don't know. The other thing is you might have under the table agreements to subsequently for the US and Russia to subsequently come to terms about moving missiles further away from his border yeah. than they are now moving them as close as they are he- was a mistake to begin with. And so on. I, I'm just Do you, I if here's a hypothetical which may be so crazy it's not worth asking, but
1: here goes. If we could uh win so decisively that it humiliates Putin, would you would that be a good outcome? Would you would you want would you be happy with that happening?
0: In other words, roll all the way
1: back to roll them all the way back, kick every last Russian out of Ukraine, uh, you know, set up set up uh, imp- Impermeable perimeters, uh, and uh, and Putin just uh, has to take the L.
0: Well, it's not the it's not the humiliation that would accept me from taking the L it, it, that would bother me, or him taking the L. It's the uh, it's the risk of escalation either into a Europe wide, wide war, or even a nuclear war. Now that probably wouldn't happen, but when you're talking nuclear war, increasing the chances from three percent to five percent is, in my view, unacceptable. Right. Talking about all out nuclear
1: war. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But um, take that off the table. I still wouldn't do it. Because the consequences in Russia are so unpredictable.
0: Well, there's that, too. It's like the idea that this is going to usher in, you know, nirvana in Russia is not consistent with recent experience about regime change. So, right. the, yeah, the, the, no, there's a, it's, it's a total Pandora's there, box. The, 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 the neocons,
1: who are, neocons who are behind this sort of humiliate Putin seem to really have this idea that you can integrate Russia into the Western economy and it's will all be okay and they'll be just like us. Very similar to this idea that we can bring people from all over the world and they'll instantly assimilate into America. They're just like us.
0: Well, this, uh, this and that's sad just not thing true. is, sad thing is there was a time when we could have done that. We just, we just, uh, in the entire history of humankind, I wonder how many systematically bad policies there have been that ranked with with our management of the Russia relationship since the nineties, when could we have done it? I believe you, but when could we have done it? Oh, oh Putin very much wanted. I, in the first look, he didn't invade a country until two thousand eight. And if you go if you go back and look at the early parts of the Bush administration, he is begging for a whole new kind of relationship, and Bush continues to humiliate him. We're but getting out of the ABM treaty, even though you begged us not to. But he's We're not going to be part of the EU. I mean, the,
1: the EU can't even tolerate Hungary. They're not going to tolerate Russia. I mean, in terms of interference in democracy and interference in the political economy and the the,
0: the you know the, uh, corruption,
1: be, and corruption and the rule of law.
0: He doesn't have to be uh, in the EU to be peacefully integrated into into the world. Which is what, okay. you know, which is I mean, what he, they wanted.
1: He clearly likes to have control over the economy and to to tell which billionaires, oh, you're going to jail, you're going to succeed.
0: Well, that's none uh, of our fucking business. That's the problem. Get out of the mindset that we get to manage the internal politics of every country in well, the so world. So that's
1: integrating people in a way that is not what I meant by integrating. I meant what, like what, that they become a, a normal Western economy which trades with everybody else.
0: And liberal democracy and everything's wonderful. That's yeah, the mindset that, that got us into the mess we're in. That's not it's my probably mindset. So lead to
1: war the return. mindset I'm critiquing. You're saying there was a halfway house that, integre, inter, that yeah. integrated them enough in the new in the into the Western
0: economy that he would be happy. By integration I mean extensive economic engagement. You buy a lot of stuff from us, we buy a lot of stuff from you. And you think that would stop his his imperial aspirations?
1: <laughs> totally. He would still be worried
0: I mean, look, the delicate issue was Ukraine's relationship to the EU, and that would have taken creativity. I I it wasn't just NATO. That was an issue right. that required delicacy. And but if we Russia didn't try anything approaching delicacy. If Russia
1: is integrated. Ukraine is certainly going to be even more integrated, and that's gonna set him that's gonna set him off.
0: Well, that was the issue in 2014. As right. I said, it so, would have taken delicacy. What did we do? Instead, we just let, you know, let Victoria Newland uh, pursue her neocon agenda. Yeah. And and the rest is history.
1: I think, uh, good point. I think uh, similarly, there must be some creative solution to the NATO problem. In other words, they don't become, it, 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 under your solution, they don't become a full-fledged member of NATO. They get NATO's security guarantee somehow, but they re- they remain sort of formally outside of NATO and uh, and they don't get all the privileges of NATO. They don't get all the arms we would otherwise give them. They are sort of a partially demilitarized. I mean, you can be creative. You can slice the tomato, you know, hundreds of different ways. Maybe one of them will appeal to Putin.
0: Yeah, but if we give them a security guarantee, I mean, they've already got the weapons and the training. I mean, we, we you know, we well, we that's have, okay. So that's that's w- what's uh, left. I mean, that's what NATO consists of.
1: Well, that's a fig leaf. Then maybe Putin wants a fig leaf. Maybe he wants to be say they're not full NATO members, they're yeah. not really part of NATO, they just have this security guarantee.
0: Yeah, maybe. Oh, look, I'm just I'm just you know, thinking outside the box. I have no idea. Probably. I applaud this. Won't I'm imagine. just saying. You're now, you're, pl- you're now, t- you're now t-
1: I'm less of a neocon than you are. In this I'm
0: not advocating this, Mickey. Okay. I'm just saying okay. when I think about the logic of this, how it plays okay. out, it's, you know, I think we should pursue peace negotiations if they're pursuable and see what's gettable. And it may be something other than this. I'm just saying that, uh, this is one place, if there were a near-term solution, this is one, one thing I can, it's just not that easy to imagine things that are acceptable to both sides and make both sides feel secure. Oh, and yeah. you may be right that NATO membership for Ukraine makes Russia feel too insecure, but it also could be that we reach other deals about missile placement and so on yeah. oh, that, that lets Putin declare victory. There. There's sort of three big
1: issues that sort of hit the hit the zeitgeist this week. One is that everybody's talking about negotiations. You played a part in that. Elon Musk played a part in that. David Sachs played a part in that. But somehow everybody is now, it's now more acceptable. It used to, you know, Two months ago, if you mentioned negotiations, you're a Putin stooge. Okay, that's not happening anymore. Everybody's talking about negotiations and it doesn't make you a Putin stooge. To that's talk that's about the negotiations. sound of our alarm, but go and ahead. are trying to figure it out. Okay, well, the two other things we could talk about in the parrot room. One is, uh, the least interesting one is the fate of Trump, and the th- and the third thing that hit is AI. AI hit in a huge yep. way with this with this uh, text generator. Yep. Uh, and everybody is now assuming basically that all their jobs are going to be rendered obsolete by AI. They've le- it's it's like when it's like when they cloned the sheep Dolly. You know, it mm-hmm. was controversial for like a second and a half, and then everybody said, "Oh yeah, well this is the future. They're going to be cloning everything." It's just yeah, fundamental change in humanity. So, you know, accept it. People and like AI, people are approaching the Dolly stage, where they're not D-A-L-I, but D-O-L-L-Y. Uh, the, the Dolly stage, where well, yeah, sure, they're going to be cloning everything. Sure, everything's going to be run by AI.
0: But the cloning never happened,
1: right? Did I miss? It's them? true that it hasn't really. It has, it has happened in agriculture in a big way.
0: There's but still your mogul of people. sperm plan, but that's different. It, no, it, it hasn't happened with
1: humanity. It has happened with cows.
0: Okay, and they've tried it with horses.
1: I told you that. Yeah, they've they've tried it with horses, and the horses that they clone are not the same. They don't have they clone champion horses, and the champion horses that they clone, the clones do not have the will to win that the champions do, and they don't do well. It's all about agency. It's about agency and gaslighting.
0: So, uh, what else can we talk about in the parrot room? I mean. In terms of other things this week of course there is a Warnoff victory which makes me feel better.
1: Uh, there's there's the there's the Bob victory
0: my Finally victory something
1: has something has something, some way to impress
0: his wife which we'll talk about. Me? Yeah, that would be great. Well and you know what it is and I don't. I yes, you know what it is too. I'm not sure I do. Okay, well we'll find out in the paradigm. Okay, Bob, uh uh the um go ahead. Oh, also, I'm gonna uh, bring up a J.D. Vance quote to torment you with. Shame me, okay? Um, um and oh, the latest allegation against uh, SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried. I just read about it in the business uh, yeah. section of the time. One page. of our readers had a very good point about SBS, which I want to bring up. Um,
1: uh, I'll do that. Um, uh, the demise of Buzzfeed. I guess we won't spend a lot of time
0: mourning about that. Uh, Listen, I got to say, your vendetta against Ben Smith is totally out of control. Okay. Because, (laughs) because, okay, already it was the reason you spent so much time demanding that Semaphore, Ben's new company, return the money that it got from SBF. But this week, a a
1: point I would ordinarily have made, but uh, in a tweet, I wouldn't have gotten off my ass to write a blog,
0: blog item about it. But this week, in reference to BuzzFeed, which was, of course, the periodical in which Ben's, shall we say, unflattering profile of you appeared, which gave rise to the Vendetta, its stock price has been going down. And you tweeted all about that. And I'm not sure you realized, Bob. tweet,
1: Bob. It was a tweet.
0: Still, it was a Vendetta tweet. And the funny thing is, if anything, it's flattering. The stock price has dropped since he left it, since Ben Smith left. Well, so maybe it was Smith.
1: a pro Ben Smith tweet. It didn't mention Ben Smith. It just said, I think Twitter was a nefarious, uh, an ill influence on America anyway, and I'm happy that it goes broke, okay? Totally a vendetta tweet. Okay, it's a, can I have a vendetta against BuzzFeed that doesn't involve Ben Smith and the size of my apartment?
0: You can, but I think you should pursue your vendetta for I mean, the kind of steely discipline like, with which I pursue like, mine. It's
1: like Salon. It, it's like Salon, we had a no-gloat rule that we couldn't gloat when Salon went broke. It hasn't gone broke, it's still there, okay? You gotta gloat when you can. You can't wait till it collapses yeah. completely. Before you gloat.
0: No, you need to have more discipline and wait for the moment when you can undermine your rivals. You know, like Leon Weaseltier thinks he's safe right now. Okay. Let me just say, you know,
1: I've got this. I have a I have a reasonably good track record at 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 having my rivals completely be destroyed, not by me. And I think it's because I pick really I good. Self-destructive rivals. Self-destructive rivals. Jeffrey Tubin. Chris. Jeffrey Tubin, Chris Bangle, the head of BMW styling. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I guess um uh Howell Rains, self destructive. Uh, I have
0: an issue with him. anyway. Uh, uh, um, uh, I guess uh, Ron
1: Burkle was also in, but I now I now can no longer remember why I had a vendetta against him. So if <laughs> for you forgive him. I wouldn't that's he 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 must be doing something right Folks, um, this
0: is a mere taste of what's in the parrot room let me tell you what else is okay so this new allegation against sbf i want to talk about uh i want to briefly talk about the worst issue of a substack newsletter ever ever uh the um i want to adjudicate a grievance against mickey that i have like you can always turn these over to the commenters in the parrot room and they will they will rule usually fairly i find uh And one thing they've been adjudicating is my complaint about Elon Musk's gun tweet. So we'll see what they had to say about that. Is it Uh, it that
1: I was 10 minutes late and put you in a feisty mood, which is how we started?
0: uh, It's more complicated than 10 minutes late. That's good for you. There are special circumstances prevailing today. Correct. Uh, I mean, by the way, it's surprising that I've been this energetic because now 9 p.m. my time since we had to. Accommodate that's, your busy that's social lunchtime time for me,
1: but yes, okay.
0: So, uh, uh, but we'll get into you, all Bob. this. We'll get into all this, and and uh, and there's uh, a nominee for parrot room theme song. There's now two nominees. There's now another. There's now we'll there's get the into third nominee. This. No, but there's there's the one. There are two that nominees we have, that we haven't talked about in the parrot. Room. I've heard them both. Yeah. We can talk okay. About well, we will we will we will play at least. Well, have some musical
1: content, and um, uh, also there was a. What seemed to be a very important a study from uh, the Federal Reserve, somebody on the Federal Reserve, about why men are dropping out of the labor force, mainly non-college educated men. Uh, and uh, you can guess which of Mickey's hobby horses it hit. It hit two of them, Bob. Uh, we can talk let's, about that take it I'll,
0: for the end because and, uh, the, the child tax credit has a and, way. Yeah, of, I know because uh, it's
1: it's substantive. It doesn't have to do with child tax credit. Oh. This is how Bob squelches me by pushing me to the end. Uh, and uh, the other thing is uh, uh, there's a, an anti Twitter column by the world's finest columnist, Janin Ganesh, uh, which I disagree with. But it was so well written and so completely uh, what's the word uh, Unpersuasive. disruptive the word uh, it, it was so disruptive and something you would normally not say uh that i think we should talk about it
0: well these days that's the ticket to start and say things you wouldn't say oh uh, well, what is the word then. the word
1: i keep forgetting for when something is not undermining
0: uh subversive
1: no there's some hip like pc word for it mm-hmm. wow.
0: it's I, like 20 years old That's too that's too recent for us. Okay. Uh okay. So Uh, patreon.com slash parrot room uh, is where Uh, uh, the frivolity will unfold even at this late hour, even without any caffeine remaining in my system. Thank you, Bob. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. See you there.